0: Hail, you nostalgic boneheads.
1: Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise, from Fox to the CW.
0: One of us is a 9021 novice. I don't want to point any fingers. And the <laughs> other is a 9021 expert. I'll
1: own it. I'll own it. Okay. I'm the novice. I'm Kendra okay. Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time.
0: I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all.
1: You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com.
0: Other shows on the network include Previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with bad and often earned reputation. Radio 64, featuring video game music remix radio and comic book Coffee Break, where two friends sit back and take a deep dive into comic books past and present.
1: Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here we Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This week we're discussing episode three seventeen, "The Game Is Chicken," and three eighteen, "Midlife." Now
1: what? Ugh. Now what? <laughs> All right, let's crack open the West Beverly Blaze. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. Okay. These episodes originally aired January sixth and thirteenth of nineteen ninety three. I was just we turning a two, two years I old. I was just
0: turning double digits, a ten. <laughs>
1: Uh, so first I wanted to mention, uh, in this episode, they play the X-Men arcade game. I was so, so excited I, to see that. When, I, when I realized what they were playing, I oh was like, gosh. oh, I got to look up stuff about this game. Yeah. So would you like to hear some things about this game? I would. First of all, did did you play this game?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. This, this and The Simpsons, and Double Dragon probably, were like the ones that i poured so many quarters into but yes i loved this game
1: (laughs) so uh it was an arcade game produced by konami in 1992 it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up based on the marvel's marvel comic characters of the same name the character designs from this game were based on pride of the x-men which was the show that i mean i know that uh that the animated series was out in 92, but when they were making the game, Pride of the X-Men was like the yeah. the X-Men cartoon.
0: So over on previously on X-Men, there's they have a whole episode that's a deep dive into Pride of the X-Men. What it was, was a pilot for a proposed show and the show didn't get picked up, but the pilot was made and produced and, and aired and was put on VHS tape. So I had seen Pride of the X-Men a hundred times. So, I mean, for me, like at this point in time, like that just was my X-Men. So I didn't see anything unusual about that being how this game looked but I played this all the time I mostly played as the character Dazzler
1: ah well there were six characters that you could play as I don't have them written here but okay they in the show they're playing as Wolverine and Storm. I know you could also yeah. play as Cyclops and apparently Dazzler. Dazzler I assume Colossus. Jean. Okay, Colossus. Um, and you're fighting against Magneto. But I mentioned this to my husband, who is the host of previously on X Men, and he said that there were some versions at some arcades where you could only play with two people or four people. Yeah. But some arcades had added an extra screen yeah inside the actual game and you could play all six characters at the same yeah. time
0: and the the machines themselves would be very different so one would have a more traditional look with just joysticks on the front the one where you could play everybody had sort of a wraparound side mm-hmm. so if you were if you were playing with that many people somebody would have to be way over in the corner <laughs> and they were specific to the controls So, like, Mm. if you were playing on, like, the third to the right, you had to play as Storm and so on.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. So it was
0: unique. It was unique in that way. I loved this game.
1: Well, they released it for PlayStation and Xbox and mobile, but it is nowhere to be found now. You can't purchase it as of 2013. So if you bought it when it came out, then you have it. Uh, if not, then you can't. I did see that the actual machine is like, you could buy it for like $4,000 online. Worth it. So Worth it. So just saying. I got that information from Wikipedia just mm. uh, to give credit where credit is due, I guess. Yes. Uh On January 1st, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman premiered. You big yes, fan? Yes. And
0: you know- Well, I did like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman quite a lot. I know you're going to talk about Deep Space Nine in a minute. And I was going to say, the Eric, I can't remember the actor's name, Cole Meany. Cole Meany, who plays Miles O'Brien on Deep Space Nine, was in the pilot of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. It was going to be a regular on that.
1: And I think when Deep
0: Space Nine came up, he was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll do that." But yeah, he's actually <laughs> in both of those, so it's huh. a good time to be. Good time to be cold meanie.
1: Yeah. Also, on January second, Gabrielle Carteris turned thirty-two. Oh
0: my gosh! Okay, well, I've been waiting for the perfect time 32. to drop this. <laughs> Hold on. I've been waiting for the perfect time to drop this knowledge on you, Kendra, because yes, Gabrielle Carteris, who is playing a seventeen-year-old student, turns thirty-two today. On January sixteenth, a few weeks later, Mark Kylie, who plays Gil Myers, turns thirty. What? Yes. So no. So Gabrielle Carteris is two years older than Mark Kylie, who's playing Gil Myers on the show. So she's actually older than the character playing the teacher.
1: That is insane. I know. That's insane. I, I've
0: been sitting on that for the perfect moment. And here they are with birthdays two weeks apart.
1: Man, she's short and he has a beard. And that is yeah. enough for us to much. believe yeah. that they are yeah. the ages they are. That's Whoa. crazy. That that blows my mind a little bit. I know. So you mentioned Deep Space Nine. January 3rd, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine premiered, which also featured Angel in a recurring role.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. She shows up. Deep Quite Space
1: deep Nine thing. is the one with the Ferengi who's on the, the ship. Yes. I, deep
0: Space Nine is the one that's set on a space station. Why not not, on, a, not on a ship. That's why I'm not yeah. interested. Yeah, understood. I understood.
1: I dislike the Ferengi. Understood. January fifth, MLB legend Reggie Jackson is elected to the baseball hall of fame. Mm. January eighth, Michael Jordan's game high thirty-five point lead um for Chicago. I, I found conflicting uh stuff about this. So this website this website says they won this game. I thought I saw something that said he didn't win. But the uh. um the point is that this game gave him twenty thousand points. Which is okay. apparently a milestone in basketball. I'm no, I don't follow basketball, wow. but okay. twenty thousand points is a is a big milestone. It's it was his six hundred and twentieth game, making him the second fastest person to reach that milestone after Wilt Chamberlain, who reached it in four hundred and ninety nine games. Wow. I'm not sure if that still stands. If he's still the second fastest, mm-hmm. um, at but the time, still right. that's that's very impressive. Very okay. impressive amount of points. So, I still need to watch that. There, a documentary just came out called The Last Dance about Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I so watch. I and it's on Netflix that to now. And, I need, and need I'm to watch sure
0: it. they would clear up this point for you. So,
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a couple movies came out January 8th, Leprechaun, starring Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston. I've only seen snippets of this movie, and it's ridiculous, but it's a I've scary never movie. I have seen even a moment. You, I think you would hate it. It's a scary okay. movie about a leprechaun who Understood. is scary. And on January fifteenth, Alive Ugh. and Body of Evidence came out. Okay. So Alive is Ethan Hawke and Josh Hamilton and John Malkovich, where they're climbing some mountain and then they get—I'm st- pretty sure—and then they get stuck and then they get rescued. I, I assume some of them get rescued. And uh, Body of oh, Evidence is. Oh.
0: Okay, maybe I'm thinking of another movie then Alright, Body of Evidence
1: Body of Evidence is uh, an erotic thriller With Madonna and oh. William Defoe And Joe Montana, wow. Julianne mm-hmm. Moore It's a crazy cast Okay So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I looked it up Alive is the one where they're climbing the mountain And they get they get stuck on the mountain, right?
0: I guess I was confusing it with the one Where like a soccer team crashes And they have to resort to cannibalism
1: Ooh. Okay, let me look it up <laughs> let me look it up well, because we've got to be we've got to be we do right we about must this. be all right
0: let me uh, let me take you beyond the zip code while kendra does some fact checking here in april of 2002 carol potter appeared in the tv moms episode of the game show the weakest link hosted by ann robinson did you ever watch this show kendra you are the weakest you link. are the, the
1: weakest link yes of course yes.
0: anyway Carol Potter won a total of $124,000 for charity competing against Allie Mills, the mom for the Wonder Years, June Lockhart from Lassie or Lost in Space, Joe Mary Payton from Family Matters, Pat Crowley from Please Don't Eat the Daisies. Great book. I never saw that show, but I love that book. Jeanette Hubert, Aunt Viv from Fresh Vin- Prince of Valair, Beverly Garland from Lois and Clark, and Karen Grassle from Little House on the Prairie. So Carol Potter walked away with $124,000. For charity they just Pretty did
1: a, Mo- a tv moms episode TV moms, of the yeah. weakest link
0: they did a lot of themed ones i remember like the one with the brady bunch was on and yeah all sorts of oh, stuff i
1: don't remember any of those but we did use oh, to yeah. watch that show a lot yeah. a yeah. lot uh nick you are absolutely correct stranded after a plane crash oh. in the andes mountains individual members andes. of okay. uruguay's rugby team respond differently okay but it does start ethan hawk josh hamilton
0: okay
1: so yeah i clearly didn't read the uh, synopsis well enough when i i guess not uh, well now we fixed it, it. yeah okay. we fixed it all right shall we see who's living in beverly hills Our synopsis for The Game is Chicken. Thanks to his ongoing detention, Steve falls in with a gang of underground street racers, of course. Soon, Brandon comes along and is all too willing to put some cash on the line. Meanwhile, Andrea remembers more about the hit and run, and Brandon begins to think the street racers could be involved. Meanwhile, David is overwrought with his work trying to graduate early and on Donna's help in the DJ booth. Finally, Kelly and Brenda... Having grown weary of Dylan's triangle, go on a blind date with a couple of students from Princeton, Princeton Junior High, that is. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. I was like, they're either going to be super hot or super not hot. Right, and, one of and the two. It was one of those two. You got so. not hot.
0: All right. <laughs> This episode was directed by Jack Bender and written by Chip Johansson. Uh, a, a few interesting uh, appearances in here. One I want to mention is Bob Hark. So I don't know if you noticed at the end of the episode where they're walking down the hall, Brandon like slaps a teacher on the back. Yeah. Dylan like shakes his hand. Yeah. I was so confused about that I was like, confused that about, was about that too. So I looked it up. That man is Bob Harks. And Bob Harks was a professional extra. I mean, that's oh. just what he did. He was just a background performer going back to the 1960s, like in movies like Bullet uh, and, and other things like that. And he just had a whole career of doing that. He has 12 known appearances in 90210, according to IMDb, but I assume he's in the background of a lot more. Uh, and would it just did this from like 1968 to 1997. This man just was a background in like every show that ever was. So really kind of like I would read that book. That's a fascinating story.
1: You know, uh, it's funny. I've never heard of the movie Bullet until yesterday. My husband was scrolling through the Criterion channel and that movie is on there. Mm. And I've never and now I've heard of it twice in two days. There you go. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen, known for an epic car chase, which when you watch it, I don't think it ages as well as (laughs) some (laughs) of the other because you're like. He's definitely using his blinker in this car, chase. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's who that was. That's pretty so cool. I, guess... I
1: wondered that, too, so I'm glad you figured that out.
0: Yeah, so I guess he's just sort of a, a legend. Uh, moving on to the rest of the guest cast, we have Thomas Wilson Brown as Joe Wardlow, Steve's detention buddy. He was driving me nuts where I knew this guy from. He was driving I me nuts, too. He was in ER, and he was in CSI, and I've seen both of those, so I'm sure I saw him in that, but none of his credits made any sense to me. He is the sports announcer on Boy Meets World. He's in three episodes. I don't know if you just hear his voice or if you actually see him. Sports center. Uh it was Yeah, I don't know. Probably best known for playing Jason Lochner on Knott's Landing, which also starred a young Brian Austin Green. Huh. We have Cyril O'Reilly as Frank Padilla, who's like sort of the, the villainous uh mm-hmm. of the uh the villainous character of the underground car racing, who was giving me major Adam Levine vibes. He looked like <laughs> Adam like Adam Levine 20 years from now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cyril is known for roles in films like Porky's and Airplane uh, and other 80s fairs like that. He played four different roles in Murder, She Wrote, including a role in the final uh, Murder, She Wrote TV movie in 2003 called The Celtic Riddle. He also appeared in Deep Space Nine, The X-Files, Matlock, and many more.
1: Have you seen every episode of Murder, She Wrote?
0: That's a good question. I guess I, I couldn't swear to that. Mm. I've. You know, that was a show that, like, A&E ran reruns all the time, and mm-hmm. so I caught it mostly like that, but I've never really sat down and watched every Well, that.
1: I appreciate your honesty. You you could have lied to me there.
0: I, I could have, and you would have believed it.
1: Yeah, I would have.
0: Vidal Peterson is Adam, one of the Princeton boys. He also appeared in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, as well as Star Trek The Next Generation, and had a recurring role on Mork and Mindy. Hmm. Our final guest star of the episode is Mr. Seth Green. a Seth young Green. Seth Green as Wayne. Uh, so Seth Green is, I mean, just sort of, I feel like Seth Green now is more known for being Seth Green than any particular piece of work that he's done, but <laughs> um, I would i would look to say the Austin Powers trilogy, tons of voiceover work, including Robot Chicken, Family Guy voicing Leonardo in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and notably he voices Rick Jones in several Marvel series. This is a, this is a recurring uh, uh, supporting character in the Hulk, sometimes Captain America, but usually Hulk. Uh, he voices Rick Jones in Hulk, Agents of Smash, and many other things, a role that he took over from Luke Perry.
1: Ah, huh. interesting. Yeah. I'm anyway. trying to think. I feel like I've grown up watching Seth Green in oh, yeah. so many. Th- I feel like he was in many Disney Channel movies, sure. but he was also in, wasn't he in like the second Scooby-Doo, live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Mm. I feel like that, he was. I mean, that sure
0: seems uh, on point, but I, Man, I don't remember.
1: Do you remember that movie, Without a Paddle?
0: With Dax Shepard, yeah. I don't think
1: I've ever seen. It. I I don't think I have either, but I wanted to see it so badly. Oh, I don't know when it came out. I don't know why, but I mm, wanted okay. to see it so badly. I think I've seen like right. one scene from it. Oh, was he in? Um, was he in Rat Race? I saw that.
0: Yes, he was in Rat Race. Yeah. Yep.
1: I feel like he's as he's was, just in so much stuff.
0: As was Dean Cain, who ah. also recurred on 90210, So.
1: That was one of those movies that I definitely should not have watched, but I did Uh, at a friend's house.
0: Yeah. Good times. Good times.
1: All right. Let's get into the episode. Okay, We start at a garage, which we find out is where detention is being held. So I assume it's the school garage. Um, Steve is almost late for detention and gets a little bit of guff from the teacher. Hosting mm-hmm. detention. He, he sits in the back and Joe is behind him. We learned that it's yeah. Joe. Joe. And Joe just starts making comments about his mom, which as we know yeah. is yeah. Steve's. That's, uh, that's
0: the equivalent of calling Marty McFly yes, chicken. You just don't exactly do it. that's exactly what just I was going it. to say. <laughs> Nobody calls <me. laughs> Uh
1: And he starts talking about this episode of the Hartley house where the kid. Chucky. Yes, sat on a. Somebody sat on a dessert or something. Yeah. They,
0: they set a cupcake on the, on a seat. And yeah. he was like, and the, he didn't even know it. He never even knew it happened. Well, guess what? <laughs> Steve, Steve fell victim to the Steve same prank.
1: Steve sat on a dessert. He goes to, like, beat up
0: Joe. Just beat the crap out of him. But then
1: the teacher's like, you'll be in big trouble if you yeah. do that. And yeah. so he lets him go. Teacher
0: gets all breakfast club on him. You want more? You got more. <laughs>
1: Later on, once the school day actually starts, because this was preschool, Andrea is talking about how she has been taking hypnotherapy to try and remember who hit her and what happened because she doesn't remember a lot about the accident. So we're still trying Mm -hmm. to figure out this accident stuff. I thought they were going to drop it and just be like, whatever. She got hit by a car, but we're still talking about it. It's funny because I
0: remember it being a lot more of a big deal. Like Mm. I was surprised that we never talked about it until now, Yeah, because I remember that being like an arc, but uh, Steve said to Joe, I had to, I love it. I wrote this down. So before we switch to Andrea, Steve said, why don't you clam up bonehead? (laughs) Classic.
1: That's my new catchphrase. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I expect you to use that. Yep. Brandon is very skeptical, skeptical about the hypnotherapy. He's skeptical as well. Yeah, skeptical and skeptical. He's yep. all of the above yep. about the hypnotherapy. But yeah. Andrea is very excited because she finally remembered that she saw stars hanging from the rearview mirror of the yeah. car right before mm-hmm. it hit her. So she tells yep. this to to Brandon.
0: Yep. Somebody shops at Claire's. We're yeah. gonna find out who.
1: <laughs> David is very overwhelmed because he's taking like three science classes at the same time. I
0: wrote it down physics, chemistry, and bio all in the same semester.
1: That's crazy.
0: It's too much. I don't think it's you way can. To too much. Those are all lab sciences as well. So, yeah. no way would he. Physics? Yeah. I don't
1: is so difficult,
0: I don't think they yeah, I don't think they'd allow it
1: when I was in college, for some reason, music majors, we were allowed to take this May term for two weeks, and that counted as our math and science for, like, everything we needed for. I don't okay. know how it worked. But we had to take physics and music. And mm-hmm. it was so difficult. It had been several it. years since I had taken any math, and I had to go just to tutoring and basically, have the tutors like walk me step by step how to do everything because I just couldn't do it. But anyway.
0: Yeah, this this is not something I'd be down for. I remember so clearly when I like did my last like I had it in my last math final and was like I never have to take a math class again. That's <laughs> tattooed on my brain because it was a joyous occasion.
1: <laughs> so he's talking about he's he's worried he's gonna have to give up the radio station so that he has more time to study. And while he's talking, Donna just cues up the next C D. And uh, yep. and keeps keeps everything going.
0: Donna is wearing a jacket that is completely covered in full size CDs. What? The whole her whole jacket, the print is full size CDs. All was over. it really? Yes, it was. I didn't even notice.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, so she's got the outfit. Dave, this gives David an idea that maybe Donna can take over for him. Yeah,
0: because David David doesn't want to turn it over to like whatever punk it, it would naturally go yeah. to. He doesn't trust anybody doing it. You know?
1: Yeah. Dylan is so upset about the decision he has to make. Ugh. What girl is he gonna choose? I
0: hate. I'm so
1: tired of this. <laughs> I know it's. I don't know. I feel like as a teenager I would have been into it, but as an adult now, yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is stupid. Why are they letting him choose? Which I find, one yeah, gets I know. to I be find with it him? Really
0: hard to believe that they could like be that chill about it, and it's. The fact that everybody is just seems to be like, yeah, Dylan's a major prize. So uh, <laughs> whatever whatever you decide, my man, I
1: just, yeah, it's lame. I don't like it. All right. Well, Br- Brandon suggests a timeshare, which yeah. I thought was funny. Uh, yeah. And Dylan is, you know, he's he's very upset. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. No,
0: he doesn't like it at all. Steve
1: then walks I, up. I, I, and listen,
0: Kendra, I don't understand how Brenda is so back in the game.
1: I don't either. I thought That's they what's were confusing done. confusing to me.
0: They are so done, and so for him to be like, I don't know, is it the person that I didn't want to be with, and then <laughs> our relationship ended, or is it the person that I actively pursued and still want to be with? It's just it's I dumb. don't I don't understand it. It's I don't dumb.
1: understand it. It's dumb. Uh, Steve then walks up. I feel like there's a lot of fun, like improvie stuff in this episode. I yeah. just feel like they were like whiffing it. And they yeah. took several of those takes. So Steve walks yeah. up and he doesn't think he can hack it in detention for the rest of the year. And they mm-hmm. have just a, like fun little improv jabs at each other. I just thought it was funny.
0: Yeah, it was
1: fun. Next scene is at the Walsh home. Jim is on the phone for work. Uh, he's representing a new person who's given him some issues. And he's talking about the economy and stuff. Brandon asked for a new pair of skis. Uh, which Jim does not find humorous. Mm -mm. Then in the kitchen, Cindy, Kelly, and Brenda are talking about Dylan and the whole Dylan situation.
0: Sure, yeah. And
1: even here they say, Cindy's like, I can't believe you guys are being so passive about this. I know, (laughs) yeah. And Brenda even says, why are we giving Dylan all the power? Yeah. But they continue to do it.
0: They do it, yeah, they sure do, yeah.
1: Cindy then says that her friend... Who she plays tennis with. I don't know. Someone has some Princeton boys who are in town and they need mm-hmm. dates. They need yes. a night on the town. Sure do. So this gives Kelly and Brenda the idea. Maybe we'll just go for these guys. Yeah, just see what's up. Leave Dylan in the dust for a little yep. bit. Yeah. Next scene is at school. David is trying to coach Donna on DJing and she's very, uh, very nervous. D-
0: yes, she is.
1: Uh, and then when she does eventually get on the radio, she like can't speak.
0: <laughs> I know that's this. I found this irritating. This is a, this is a trope. I don't like.
1: I agree. How,
0: she's just, she's too bad at it. She's just like, uh, hi. Uh, it's, yeah. just, it's not funny. She can't say it's not her name. Funny not
1: believable. It's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Usually I find Donna gags funny, but I did not find it. I funny.
0: know you do. Boy, you're in the bag for I'm those Donna, Donna gags, aren't you? Teen Donna okay but
1: then she he hands her a cd and she sees her reflection in the mirror and she just starts talking about makeup and suddenly she's very comfortable yeah. um and david where does
0: all the makeup go ladies yeah. that's, a, that's her new yeah she's like joan rivers all of a sudden on the on the mic david
1: is not for this so he kind of no. you know pushes her off and they start the next, yeah. next song and he's like yeah, he's no like, like where to does it go that. here's
0: the music yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh he's like he's like no one wants to hear about that and then we see this gif that i see all the time of brenda and kelly giving a thumbs up Have oh you yeah seen that gift
0: yes yes you're well, ha- yeah you're well, right, here you're it right. Is. i didn't catch that but you're right
1: they walk by and they give her a thumbs up yep steve goes out to his car and finds a carton of eggs on top of his car mm-hmm. he's very skeptical and as he opens the door a bunch of chickens fall out of his car classic classic why was yeah. his car unlocked i don't know i don't know either i'm not sure uh turns out it was joe of course chicken poop
0: a lot that's going to be a stinky car oh
1: yeah oh that's not uh, chicken that's poop. not good yeah. plus i mean animal cruelty they were in a hot yeah. car for how they long they
0: were i didn't see a window cracked certainly not and it's not, beverly hills
1: not good yeah that's it's too hot so it's Joe, and he's like very mad at Joe, but then they start talking about cars, and Joe shows him the engine is hit in his car, and mm. he's like, "You're all right, Sanders." And then they start talking That's about right. meeting up do they do they say it's a race that they're going to? or does he just say, "Hey, come watch?" Me no i don't i don't car. think
0: they expressly say that it is a race i think it's more like let's come see what my car can do yeah you know
1: so he invites he invites steve to this so steve brings yeah. brandon oh no 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 no. yes steve brings brandon sorry and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as soon as they pull up joe is asking for steve to uh cover him for the race for yeah, basically 100 they, 100 stake, bucks. stake him in the race yeah, yeah. and brandon as we are seeing, is all about the gambling now.
2: He is for yes, some reason, is.
1: and so he he's in. He's in for forty bucks. He convinces Steve to uh to put up the rest of it. Yeah, and the race is on. And uh, we have it's just it's a classic grease type race yeah. where they're just going yeah. down a very straight yep. road. And now uh, at this point, they're not racing wins.
0: for pinks. Is that No, right? no they're, pinks. They're not. Nope. Man, the whole time
1: shirt. I was like, say you're racing for pinks. <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> but they're not. Um, but Joe does win the race and he drives up to them, gives them the money they won, and then he's like, the yeah. cops get here quick, so get out of here. Brandon yeah. is like having the high of his life. He is. He, yeah, he is, is like, when do we do this yeah. again? Because he's as
0: high as Jackie was in season one. That's how high Brandon is. <laughs> really is.
1: is. This With is his this race. new favorite thing. Uh, yep. Next scene is at the Peach Pit. Kelly and Brenda are there eating and they decide, you know what? We're going to go for it. We're going to go mm-hmm. on this date with this with these Princeton mm-hmm. guys.
2: Yeah.
1: Andrea walks in and is very happy about Donna, that she's on the air and that there's a female uh, DJ at the school. Yeah. David comes in, he's supposed to be studying, but he wants to go over the playlist for the next yeah. day. He's very worried I, about the show.
0: <laughs> I spend this whole episode being how is this saving David time? Yeah. Because
1: it's it's not. Like, it okay. definitely does not save him time. All right.
0: Meanwhile he's taking eight lab sciences. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Donna no. Kelly and Brenda Lee. I wrote Donna, but it's Brenda. Kelly and Brenda, Brenda leave, but they give one last look to Dylan, who's yeah. off in the corner talking to Steve. Yeah. Um, and they give him an unbelievable because he's not even looking at them.
0: Yeah. How dare he?
1: <laughs> Dylan thinks that Joe is scamming Steve. He's like, yeah. he set it up. He knows you're into cars. Yeah. He's trying to get because, you to.
0: Listen, because of course Dylan knows all the players involved. Yeah. Of course, he's like, he's lived you don't want to mess with those guys, man. <laughs> so, yep, yeah, that's, he, uh, that's super that's the underground you racing know life. You, you bringing up Steve there reminds me of, I keep thinking why does Steve not care at all that Kelly's like into Dylan? I know we've kind of moved past that, but now that there's like this triangle, I'm surprised Steve hasn't had a single line about like that yeah. Kelly's just like in in the bag for Dylan. I don't.
1: I don't. Yeah. That's not that I, revisit, not no, that I want to
0: revisit. No. Definitely that. not. I just think like Steve would have something to say about it. But I think he oh, would. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, right. they kind of make fun of him later on in the episode about it. So yeah, I guess he's I mean. just like, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess he's okay. All
1: yeah. Right. So he, Steve is kind of convinced. He's like, well, maybe we should back out. But Brandon is yeah. like, no way. Oh my gosh. We are yeah. in. We are doing yeah. this. This yeah. makes Andrea. They say the Andrea... first one's free.
0: That's pretty much Brandon's. <laughs> Brandon, he's, he's hooked now. He's Andrea so
1: is very upset because she was hit by she a is. car and she feels like they're being yeah. very insensitive by. Yeah. Taking part in racing.
0: Yeah, I did not think that's where it was going because it was the same. Pe- it was it was Brandon and Steve and Andrea came up and was like, "Oh, is this about a race?" I thought we were going to do sort of like a throwback to Mister Pony. I thought that so episode with the three yeah. of them. I like, thought were Andrea gambling. was going to be in. I thought she was too. So I mean, I wasn't surprised when when she was like, "How dare you!" But <laughs> I didn't I didn't think that's where it was headed.
1: Yeah. So she. She doesn't want them to to do it. And basically, that's where we leave it. Mm-hmm. In detention, Joe asks uh, Steve about the next race. He comes in all excited, but Steve shuts him down. He's like, You've, you thought you mm-hmm. found a sucker, and I'm not doing yeah, this. Yeah, I'm no patsy. Yep. Donna is on the air, and David is not happy because she's changing the playlist. She's saying all this stuff that they didn't talk about and uh so it's really really stressing them out kelly and brenda talk about how they're excited for their dates and they're like oh man donna and david are so lucky and then they walk up arguing about the show and uh how it's you know becoming Mm -hmm. a problem between them
0: yeah oh yeah contentious
1: yes next scene is at the peach pit i just wrote talking about racing i don't know who it is that's talking about it Oh, it must be Steve and Stephen and Brandon. Stephen Brandon are talking Steven, about
0: Stephen. Oh, okay,
1: and Brandon are talking about. He's like getting ready for work. Yes, okay. I think mm-hmm. Brandon uh, wants to go in. He says Joe wants fifteen hundred this time, and he says yeah. he, he's in for two hundred.
0: That's an upsell right there. That
1: really is. That's a big That's jump a big from a hundred yeah. to fifteen hundred. Yeah. But Brandon's in. He's like, I can't convince you to do it, Steve. But if you're in, I, I'll put up some money. Dylan uh-huh. then comes in and is like, man, you guys are stupid. Why are you doing this? <laughs> yep. Tries to talk about it knows again. Those guys. but He but, knows uh, those guys. Yeah, he knows them. But Brandon uh, Brandon can't be convinced. And he talks Steve nope. into doing it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: At the Walsh house, they are we have a little montage of them getting ready for their date, putting on makeup yeah. and
2: yeah.
1: doing their hair and stuff. Kelly is really nervous about the date and uh, hopes they aren't too preppy. Mm-hmm. And they hear the doorbell. They come down. They are really problem. dressed up. They're wearing they, very they nice dresses. Um, yes. They, they come look down, like they're going to
0: prom. <laughs> they do.
1: Yes. They come downstairs and it's Seth Green and this other kid who are wearing like a baggy like, sweatshirts I I, yeah. and baggy it's pants. It's a very
0: 90s grunge look. Very yeah. 90s grunge. Seth, Seth Green has his hair. He's Wayne. I don't want to say his name is Wayne. He's got his hair all slicked back and he's got like his oversized hoodie and everything. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They're yeah. going to go listen to Hootie and the Blowfish any minute.
1: <laughs> and uh, the, the girls are very like oh dear. And Cindy kind of realizes like oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I've made a mistake. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And they, and it comes out. They're like, oh, we thought you were in college. And poor little Seth Green is like, well, we don't have to go out if you don't want to. And they're like, bye bye. And Cindy's like, oh, no, yep. no, no, no. Cindy oh, no, won't let no,
1: them. No. When they walk down the stairs, though, you it's really funny down. because the kid who is not Seth Green, is his name Adam? Adam. Is it yep. Wayne and Adam? Adam, Adam is like, Wayne. thank you, yep. God.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is like, why would you say that? Don't say that in front Brenda of me. Brandon tell you if
0: they're going to go, they should they should definitely change their clothes, but they don't.
1: I thought that's they, they were gonna be like, okay, clothes. we'll go, but give us a second, we're gonna change. Yes. But they yeah.
0: don't. No, no, no. They're full, they're like one wrist corsage away from the spring formal.
1: Yeah. So they they're gonna go on this date. All right. So then we go back yeah. and forth between this big race and this date that they're on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. at the race They are waiting for Frank Padilla to get there. He's running late. Mm -hmm. And he finally gets there with, like, this whole posse of muscle cars. Sure. And he... I
0: think I saw Vin Diesel in there somewhere.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like...
0: It's all about... It's about family, Steve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's a high schooler. Like, I think he's a full adult. Would you say? Oh, yes. Yeah. He's supposed to be, like, an adult. Yeah, Frank...
0: Yeah, Frank is like the yeah he's he's the big dog and he's he to me he looked like forty. Yeah, but he then did. what do I know? Because <laughs> Gabriel Carter is thirty-two years old.
1: Uh, he gets out of his car. He's all you know intimidating, and he uh, looks at Joe's car. Says he mu- it must be his birthday, like must be his lucky yeah. day that he's racing Joe mm-hmm. in that car.
0: Yep.
1: Next scene is on the date, and where did they take the girls? But an arcade. Yes. Super romantic.
0: Did you Did you ever hang? You probably didn't. Did you ever hang out in arcades? Sure. When you were a oh kid, yeah. Or something? Oh, oh did you? Okay. yeah.
1: In middle school, we- every Saturday we would take a big bag of quarters and we would walk to the arcade. Uh, we lived on a mm-hmm. base, and so we would walk to the arcade and uh, we would play DDR for nice. hours. Yeah. And uh but- Carn Evil was another favorite. Oh, so it was like a horror carnival game. And uh, mm-hmm. crazy taxi, but I was not very good at crazy, crazy taxi.
0: You've got ten crazy minutes. <laughs> crazy
1: I was bad at that game. Yeah, we,
0: we had an arcade in the mall called Aladdin's Castle,
1: mm. uh,
0: and that's where I played my X-Men arcade, as Seth Green and his little friend here are doing. My grandpa loved arcades, so he and I would like stock up with quarters and go sometimes, or I go with my friends. Arcades were big business big big business yeah they
1: were for sure
0: so brought back some good I'll still take a
1: good arcade I'll go I mean not not now because we're in in the middle of a pandemic at the point of recording but uh I'll I'll go to a good arcade
0: okay when this clears up we'll meet up
1: okay cool so they are engrossed in this x-men game they're on the highest level they say though they they do get to another level yeah um I can't
0: fault them you can't walk away (laughs) the machine's hot you're high in the level you got to stack a court you can't walk away
1: well kelly wants to ditch them and so she they does. they kind of go to do that but then they start playing and a different game it's yeah like a little like, pew, like pew, a, pew, yeah, a little game. pew pew game yeah um so yeah and so, apparently
0: do quite well
1: yeah they do i feel like they have people behind them like watching yeah. them play
0: yeah. yeah it's a well i mean they are wearing you know bridesmaids dresses at an yeah. arcade but. <laughs>
1: Uh, next scene is at the race, and Steve calls Brandon McFly in this yeah. Uh, yeah. in this episode, though I feel he, right. he is the McFly mm-hmm. in this episode.
0: Oh, sure. In this moment, yeah.
1: As they're standing there, Brandon noticed the stars in Frank Padilla's car hanging mm-hmm. from his yes, rear mirror, does. and he's yes, like, he does. oh, crap, this yeah. is the guy that hit on the Everybody Andrea. Hold
0: everything, yeah.
1: So they get real, like... I feel like they they don't play it cool at all, Mm-mm. but no. Steve, they basically decide Steve is going to stall and yeah. Brandon is going to go get the cops and yeah. Andrea to try and ID this guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's what they do. Brandon drives yeah. off and Steve asks to see under the hood of Joe's car again, yeah. trying to stall the race. Mm hmm. Back on the date, so they've finished playing this game, and uh, Kelly and Brenda have won these giant stuffed animals, yeah, which they're carrying around, yeah. And do do you know how many tickets you have to get to win stuff like that? I've never gotten stuff like that.
0: Minimum of five hundred for one of those big stuffed animals, (laughs) and they had like five stuffed animals. So you know, one of the coolest things
1: I ever got when remember when we went to. Dave and Buster's for my husband's yeah. birthday. And you yes. guys gave me some of your tickets and I got that big, um, it was like a mason jar. It was like a mason yeah. jar that you could write it on with chalk. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. A, that's the coolest thing I've ever gotten. I, I At
0: that same trip, I won a stuffed green lantern out of a claw machine. But yes. I'm, I'm a claw machine aficionado.
1: I remember I have, that. I have
0: many a thing from That was a machines. fun trip.
1: We did that yep. like virtual reality Jurassic Park ride. Yeah. That was, yeah. fun. that was fun. I just
0: want to go to an arcade. I know. Oh.
1: Stupid pandemic. Can't do All right. it. All right. So uh, then they make the the guys hold these bears while they have a fun little photo booth scene. Always fun. Yeah. A ph- you can't go wrong I, I, with a photo, a photo booth scene.
0: Give me a photo booth montage anytime. <laughs> In any show, I'll watch it. Yep. I think they're cute.
1: Yep. Back at the race, Steve is still trying to stall, and Frank is getting very antsy he's he's losing his patience so steve yeah. decides you know what i'm gonna race yeah he's gonna drive I'm the gonna car mistake you,
0: i'm gonna drive the car yep. yeah and
1: joe is not for it but he ends Mm-mm. up uh he ends up Relenting. convincing him yeah yeah to, to do it well i
0: mean it's steve's money you know
1: yeah Next scene is at the Peach Pit, and Dylan and Don- we have a Dylan Donna scene. We don't have many mm-hmm. of those, I feel. No, um, but no. they're they're hanging at the Peach Pit, and Donna wants advice about David and the radio show. But Dylan isn't really paying attention because he then says he's worried about his friends who are out racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donna's like, "Well, why are we here if you're worried about them?"
2: Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: right. And Dylan's like, "Huh? You know, you're right. Good point." Next scene is at the race. Steve is about to race. He's like revving up the car. Joe's giving mm-hmm. him advice. He seems very nervous. Yeah, he, he seems does. like he's regretting this. And right before yeah. they start the race, Steve jumps. He turns off the car. He jumps out. And he's upset because Frank's girlfriend is calling the race. Yeah. So he's not OK with that. And Frank is like, you know what? I've had it with this. We're going to play chicken. Yeah. We're just going to drive straight at each other and the first person to veer off loses. Oh, yeah. Frank puts him in a headlock because Steve, I don't know, he says some comment to him.
0: Yeah, he offends him. He, he, He insults his honor.
1: Yeah, so Steve puts him in, or Frank puts him in a headlock and then... What does he say to Steve? I didn't write it down, but he says something that makes him very upset. Yeah. Did he say he does. does he say something about his mom, I assume? I do
0: feel like it is about his mom, but I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> well, Steve, Steve right when he around. releases
1: him from the headlock, Steve then throws him against the hood of the car. Yeah. Um and is like, you know what? We're doing this. And he's yeah. gonna he's gonna do it. He's getting his car. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. play chicken. Yep. Yeah. Back on the date, they're now at a food court talking about how they they made a mistake uh, going on this date, but also with Dylan. And mm-hmm. Kelly is worried that they're both going to lose him, but they decide <laughs> yeah. that they're never going to let a guy come between them ever again. Mm, good. We'll see. Great. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that, we'll see if that lasts. Sure. The guys come back with a bunch of like greasy, uh, messy food and the girls just got water, which I thought was yeah. funny. And because mm-hmm. I, I feel like Brenda and Kelly, aren't opposed to messy food
0: no i don't think so so i
1: don't know why i guess just because they're on a date they didn't want to eat messy food
0: i mean probably their outfits
1: oh yeah that's they they are like
0: very much you know dressed to the nines that's fair as you say Mm -hmm.
1: so the guys then ask them how they don't have boyfriends (laughs) they're Mm -hmm. like how do you guys how are you guys not dating anyone and they don't Mm -hmm. really give an answer they just sip on their water all right, we're back at the race, and yes. they're getting ready to play to do chicken. And yeah. Dylan pulls up right as they start, and, and he... two
0: angels appear from the sky.
1: <laughs> I know this would have been the time. <laughs>
0: Miriam, they're gonna crash.
1: No <laughs> oh, clearance.
0: No, no, the angels. I guess we're not interested in this. No,
1: they, do, this they don't. Care about this is not worth the angels' time They know at Dylan. All. They know Dylan's there to save the day because Dylan okay. just just pulls out in between them. Baller
0: that's a crazy move yeah and
1: uh they did they do veer off so they they don't hit him um and at that moment the uh well dylan kind of has some words with frank i guess they know each other and yeah
0: yeah frank frank calls him he's like oh look it's the prince of beverly Hills." or no prince of bel-air didn't he say prince of bel-air or did he say beverly hills i
1: think he says beverly hills i don't know okay i'm not sure but at that moment the cops show up and uh, I feel so bad for Steve. It's like he realizes what he was about to do and he like starts crying and hugging Dylan. And... Yes.
0: I was a little confused by Steve's reaction there. I, I, yes. I think you're right. I think he just got like caught up in the moment and then realized the danger of it maybe. But yeah. he was very emotional. very emotional. Very emotional.
1: So the cops do get Frank and Andrea is there and she is like, that's the guy. She knows yeah. that it was him. She yeah. recognizes his eyes. Mm-hmm. So the next scene is at the Peach Pit. Everyone's hanging out post-race. Andrea is you know, this, very happy that they caught Frank.
0: This is so funny to me to see, like, Wayne and Adam there, who are, like, the actors, I feel like, are actually, uh, or at least Seth Green, are actually, like, high school age. Yeah. And so to, to have him, like, have a scene with Dylan, who's, like, 47, Yeah. it's just really funny <laughs> to see, like, real high schoolers and fake high schoolers together. <laughs> yeah, they look so
1: small. They look me like too. children, yeah, and exactly, uh, so too. yeah, I don't know why Kelly and Brenda would bring them there. They have to no, know they're I gonna don't. get picked on.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. They could but... have
1: just told Dylan like, "Oh, we were on a date with some Princeton guys," yes. just to make him jealous. But no, they, they bring their dates there, and Dylan, yep. of course, they they walk away to the jukebox, and Dylan asks them about the date, and the guys are just like over the moon about Kelly and yep. Brenda, and he's yep. like, "Oh yeah, you're right, they're both great." Yep
0: good equally great
1: last scene is at school donna is wearing a sunflower hat which were all yeah, the a rage. A blossom, a blossom hat. A blossom hat. I thought it was a blossom hat, but I haven't seen blossom, so I didn't want to. I know. Speak out. Next of turn.
0: podcast. Blossom podcast.
1: Donna kind of says goodbye on the air and says that David's coming back, but then David says he doesn't want her to give it up because she's really good at it. So yep. they're gonna.
0: She's blossoming uh, as a DJ. Uh,
1: <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna tag team it. They're gonna be like morning shock jock team. Yeah. On the yep. radio.
0: The zoo crew.
1: Yep, this is where the guys are walking down the hall, and they're. Yeah. We can't hear them talking, but they're talking. This is where they shake they, hands yeah. and high five it's that that guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Dylan breaks off, goes to his locker. Oh my gosh. The girls have left their photo booth pictures in his locker.
0: Yeah. And they, and they're just like staring at them. him. Oh, my gosh. They, they're they like set phasers to smolder. <laughs> yes. And he looks over at them. And Brenda is just like full on smoke show, like staring straight at him. It's it so is funny.
1: The tension, the sexual tension yeah, seriously. is palpable. Seriously. It really it looks, is.
0: It looks like Brenda and Kelly just crawled through the desert. <laughs> and Dylan is a giant tub yeah. of Gatorade.
1: It like is. That's, that's how they're that's, looking at him. Yep. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. And uh he he walks up to them as the, the camera fades to black.
0: Yep. And they that's all three get. get married.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs>
0: that's what Woo! happens. Okay. Well, Kendra, what did you think of this episode?
1: I I didn't mind this episode. I thought there was a lot of fun improv stuff, yeah. which which I liked. Yes. Um I was, you know, I, I was fine with the car racing. Uh, storyline I thought that the date was really funny yeah I think
0: uh, you know I think that having like a car racing plot I feel like is pretty cheesy but I think they kind of pulled it off you know like it was a fun kind of cheesy anyway
1: yes I agree
0: so yeah I I think ultimately it did work what's your 90210 snap
1: probably when dylan pulls out in between them mm. because i really was like oh my goodness what's he doing i mean i, I think didn't it's... think he was gonna die but
0: for me it's the steve cry i think like mm. afterwards when dylan's like how dare you and steve's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> my mom and my bullet you know. <laughs> that that to me was like whoa we got some drama
1: it was it was very dramatic he yep. went for it for sure okay.
0: this next episode midlife now what is the last episode that I could take notes in my original notebook here, Kendra. So I'm going to be moving on Bummer. to the notebook you gifted me with our logo right on it. So. I
1: did. I was so excited when I made that. I was like, oh, it turned yeah. out so good.
0: I know. I'm excited, too. It looks great. But it's the end of an era on my Vincent Van Gogh church of And you're
1: notebook. going to burn it? Is that what you said you're going to do? Like an
0: American flag. Yeah, no. that was not I thought I not Kendra, don't. Let, me just, let me just give you a random line from the journal and you figure out what it means. <laughs> Steve in cart feels ad-libbed.
1: <laughs> Steve? Oh, that I know what that is. That's when they're yeah. at the, the beach club and he's yeah. like pulling, he's pushing Steve down a hill in a towel cart or like, something. Yeah, like, wow, that's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, let me give you, hold on. Let me give you one more. Dylan's suit is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, i i don't know specifically <laughs> that's, that's from wedding bell.
0: that's from wedding bell blue oh yes wedding is disgusting <laughs> all right I'll, g- I'll give you a few more after this next okay, episode okay good life cool. now what Take midlife
1: a now what so our synopsis is it's a mother-daughter spa weekend for brenda and cindy and kelly and jackie andrea and donna tag along too Kelly gets anxious when Jackie runs into an old friend for her partying days, and Brenda unwittingly uncovers a secret about Mel. Meanwhile, Duke is back at the Peach Pit, and Brandon is riding high on a string of gambling wins.
0: All right, this episode was directed by Robert Becker and written by Lana Freisted Melman. Paula Tricky is making her final appearance as Dottie, Jim's secretary. Billy Vera returns as Nat's bookie, Duke Weatherell. We haven't seen him since uh, Mr. Pony. What was that yeah. episode called? Full episode? Meeting Mr. Pony. Meeting Mr. Pony. And Mr. Pony was Steve. Is that am was I remembering that? that
1: Meet was that Meeting Mr. Pony?
0: Yeah, because yeah, because The there, gambling
1: the, was was juxtaposed with the the breaking.
0: The stuffed horse. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, Angela Espy's back as Jackie Taylor It's been a minute since we've seen Jackie I feel it like has, she's yeah. been talked about But I don't think not since summer Pamela Bowen is Babette Lewis uh, Jackie's old coke buddy She appeared on shows like Cheers, Moonlighting, and Everybody Loves Raymond And had a recurring role on the FX series Justified
1: I dislike the name Babette I'm sorry Babette. listeners if, if your name is Babette. Or The if only you're Babette Gilmore I like Girls is fan. Yeah, Gilmore Girls okay.
0: all right. Yeah. Who stole Pierpont the uh the Garden Gnome? I can't remember. What? Babat's Garden Gnome. Pure Bob.
1: Oh, I don't know. It was
0: stolen, and Luke was very concerned about it in the show Gilmore Girls. <laughs> anyway, finally, we have Dirk Torsik as Dr. Benjamin Kramer. He appeared in the I Dream of Genie television movie Reunion. He appeared on shows like Empty Nest, Star Trek The Next Generation, both Jake and the Fat Man and its spin off Diagnosis Murder, and recurred as the Reverend Haver on the ABC sitcom The Middle.
1: What's Jake
0: and the Fat Man? Uh, Jake and the Fat Man was a mystery show. And Dick Van Dyke appeared on that as uh, Mark Sloan. And they were like, oh. Diagnosis this, this
1: Murder is a spinoff?
0: Of Jake and the Fat Man. Yes, it is. Yeah. I
1: didn't know
0: that. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke was in that. And then they did a series of TV movies just about Mark Sloan. And then they made Diagnosis Murder, which ran way longer than Jake and the Fat Man ever did. So hmm.
1: cool. the things you learn. Yeah. And our
0: friend Dirk Torsik.
1: Dirk. Uh, who plays? That is <laughs> an Sam interesting Poe? name. Dirk? I-, I thought you. I was looking at it. I was like, surely it's Dirk, but it's not. It's Dirk.
0: It's Dirk. Yeah. Dirk? It right. looks like when I say it out loud, it looks like a Cardassian name, but he was does, never on. Yeah. Was never on Deep Space Nine. So I don't. I don't...
1: <laughs> All right, midlife now. What? Here we go. We start at yep. school. Steve and Brandon are talking about betting and brandon mm-hmm. brandon's got a notebook he's like in it to win it he's yeah. betting on oh, yeah. basketball he's betting oh, on sure. the knicks he, mm-hmm. he knows how much he's betting and what games he's betting on yes the girls are talking about a mother-daughter spa retreat they're going on Yay. donna doesn't she's supposed to go but her mom can't go so she feels like she's gonna be alone so then they try and convince andrea to go they tell her it's free i don't understand why it's free why Maybe is everything be- free
0: I think it's just because it's already paid for. I think they already paid for three groups, but Donna's okay. mom's not going. So Andrea can take Donna's mom's
1: spot. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. I thought yeah. they were all like on an all expense paid spa weekend. And I was confused. And to be fair,
0: Gabrielle Carteris is old enough to be Tori Spelling's mom. So I think it all works yeah, out. It does. I think it yeah. all works out in the end. It
1: does. It makes all sense. Right. Uh, at the Well show, Cindy and Jackie are talking as they're getting ready to leave for the spa Brenda walks in and says she wants to borrow a robe, and they're like, no, 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 Brenda. You do not bring a robe. <laughs> no. And she's like, do we walk around naked? And they're like, no, they give you a robe, dummy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I love when the, I love when they show Jackie and Cindy being friends.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: It was a nice little scene for them to be like, "Oh, look, these girls, we yeah. own." Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cindy is like, "Oh, they're." I'm so glad they're talking again, and <laughs> yeah. Jackie's like, "Well, until Dylan decides which of our daughters he's going yeah. to be with." Yeah. Because everyone's just riding for that. Yeah. A lot. On Dylan's yeah. <laughs> a lot. Uh, Jim is. Uh, rep- he said he talks about he's representing an author who wrote. A book and they have to he's kind of he's kind of cagey with the information but he finally says that it's called midlife now what Mm -hmm. and um jackie is like oh that's a great book everybody should read that book yeah cindy then mentions dotty and she's worried about jim has to work all weekend with dotty and she's not going to be there and jim reassures her that he doesn't care about dotty doesn't care about dotty everything's fine oh jim Next scene is at the peach pit. Brandon and Nat are talking about p- placing bets.
0: Nat is very comfortable like having ushered a bunch of children into a life of gambling. Yeah.
1: He says in that in the episode the the first episode yeah. that he could go to jail. Right. But I guess he's just fine with it. He's
0: fine now. Yeah. He's totally fine. Yep.
1: Steve is there. He's trying to get everyone to go to this party in the Palisades and no one no one can go with him. No. So does any does he go to that party?
0: I know that's what I was thinking. No, I don't, I don't think really we think... see
1: what happens. With no, that.
0: I think the purpose is maybe just to establish what everybody's doing. But Yeah, yeah I was kinda so weird.
1: David is studying. Dylan is Dylaning. Yeah, Dylaning, and Brandon wants to watch the Knicks game because the he Knicks has game, because he's
0: got some coin.
1: Got a lot of money on that game.
0: Yeah, I was confused about that because he said, "Tell Duke he wants half on the Knicks." Mm. Is that a does he mean like five hundred dollars? Does what does he mean? What is half? You don't know. Okay. I don't
1: gamble. You're not so a teenage gambler. Okay, no, not at, not right. at the moment. No,
0: you're still younger than Gabrielle Carteris was when she was filming these episodes.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Next scene is at the spa. The girls are... They're, they're just hanging in the lobby, but they're already very relaxed, except they for Andrea, it. who's just going a mile a minute talking Up about, tight. like, oh, they have this, and they have this, and they have this, and we could do mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. they're trying to get her to relax. Yeah. Jackie runs into Babette, who is... They're mm. very excited to see each other. Claire, yes. Kelly is very clearly upset by this Yes. Yeah. Old Coke buddies. Yes. And after they, uh, they start walking to their rooms or whatever, uh, she tells... Brenda, that uh, Babette used to be Jackie's hookup for for getting crack. Yep, used to be her her dealer.
0: Which I feel like Jackie's a little insensitive about that this whole time. Yeah, you know, like she's never like, "I this is probably upsetting for you to see." I mean, she just doesn't really have that moment. She's just like Babette.
1: Yeah, you know. yep, they're cool now. Back at the Walsh homes, Cindy left a bunch of meals for them, um, which I guess Jim finds a little insulting. Or one of them does. One of them is like, oh, we can fend yeah. for ourselves. But she yeah, left like this. full casseroles. They don't yeah. complain.
0: No, I would I would take one.
1: Brandon is like, oh, you're working with Dottie all weekend? Way to go, dad.
0: I know. It's
1: so weird.
0: It was skeezy. It it's... really was. Like Brandon is like, yeah, why don't you go screw around on mom? That'd be <laughs> so much fun.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's because he thinks his dad wouldn't really do it. So just, he's between, just between us,
0: guys, us. I don't know. I don't. I still didn't like it. It wasn't a good look.
1: I didn't like it either. So Jim leaves for work, and right as he leaves, Cindy calls, uh, and Brandon answers. She was looking for Jim, but he's already gone, which mm-hmm. makes her a little sad. But Cindy's like, after this call, she decides to. She's talking to Jackie, and decides she's going to go find a bookstore, and she buys that midlife book. Mm -hmm. and they have a little walk and talk going back to their room talking about the book talking about Mm -hmm. relationships and about dotty and jackie is like you guys are fine like this is you know guys do this and you are jealous and he's jealous because you have a good relationship and you're gonna be fine yeah basically Mm -hmm. cut to jim's work jim and dotty are both working at his desk and Jim, she, like, lists off a bunch of numbers, and he adds it all up in his head really fast, and she is very yeah. impressed yeah. with his computation skills.
0: Yes. His computation prowess.
1: Yes. And throughout this episode, it is hard to tell who is flirting or not flirting with him. Well...
0: In that scene, he's like, oh, that's nothing. You should have seen me in my prime. And she's like, from where I sit, you're still in your prime.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't see how there's a professional way to say that no, to
1: someone. No, <laughs> I agree.
0: I feel like if someone said that to me at work, I would be like, I'm HR? Just saying, yeah. you know, I would I not think be comfortable his... <laughs> with that kind
1: of joke. <laughs> I think his confusion about Dottie is somewhat warranted.
0: Oh, I think it's definitely warranted. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Back at the spa the girls are it's like the next day spa the girls are working out they're Uh on their bikes or whatever Mm -hmm. we have this panning up and down of each of the girls which i didn't really like Mm. because they're supposed to be high schoolers right i guess but they're wearing like their sexy workout clothes and we're just like panning them up and down it's funny when they get to andrea because andrea is not in sexy clothes and she's like dying on her exercise bike um, yeah. and then they all get in a mud Yeah, bath. No, I know I
0: get what you're saying though. No, it's kind of a weird it's a weird lead up to it get is, to that Yeah. Joke. Yeah, yeah it's
1: weird. Mm-hmm. Um but then they get in a mud bath. Yeah. Which I think looks really fun. Huh. I, think, I bet it feels really nice. Boy. 50 mud bath.
0: 50 what you were going to say there, but I <laughs> <laughs> I still I'm I know surprised. I took a pause. I can imagine you being like, "Yes, let's let's go in a mud bath." And it seems like that would gross you out.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Next scene is at the Peach Pit, and Duke is back. And you know yeah. what, Nick? I wrote Mister Duke. Does that make Mr. you laugh? Duke.
0: Yeah, it does. Mister Duke.
1: Uh, and Brandon—he's a jazz trumpeter. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, because I was calling him Mister Gill in the other yeah. episode, so I guess I just <laughs> add Mister <laughs> to the front of everyone's oh, name. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, Brandon. Brandon won big, and yeah. he tells duke to Mr. to keep duke, it and just roll it over yeah yep. to the to their next yep. it's like an ira it's responsible yeah nat looks a little concerned by this exchange he doesn't mm-hmm. say anything but he's like oh wow brandon's yeah. like doing more betting than i thought he was yeah dylan is playing a song over and over and i assume we had another
0: i have the answer do you
1: really okay good I have
0: the answer. what song yes. was it so the whole the whole Brandon's saying like you gotta stop playing this song and Nat's gonna go crazy if you keep playing this song. And as is normally the case, it's just in the background, people being like, Love yeah. <laughs> going to love at a hamburger shop. You know, there's like nothing <laughs> happening in this song. Yeah. Um so I did look it up and it was Uh Did You Ever Have to Make Up Your Mind by The Love and Spoonful. Do you know that song? Did you ever have to make up your mind?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean it makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, to... yeah did you ever have to finally decide say yes to one and let the other one ride there's so many changes and tears you must hide did you ever have to finally decide and so on it's just all about choosing between
1: oh and that's like a real song yeah oh cool yeah That fits so yeah, perfectly
0: you, i'm sure you'd recognize it if you heard i probably it, yeah. would yeah yeah
1: um yep. cool so yeah he's playing this song over over and over again yep and uh he does. Brandon's like, you need to stop or Nat's going to kill you. And then he looks yeah. at Nat and Nat's like giving him the, yeah. the I'm going to kill you eyes. <laughs> which is really Reminded
0: funny. Reminded me of that uh, That John Mulaney sketch. I was when he keeps just going to say that.
1: <laughs> that is one of my favorite bits of all time where John Mulaney talks about. If you haven't heard that, people, you need to go look it up. Because Very funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Just type in John Mulaney, what's new Pussycat? Yep. And you won't be disappointed. No, you Okay, won't. so... Next scene is at the spa. They all apparently took a very cold bath or something, so they're very to like open the pores, and now they're going to get a massage. Mm-hmm. And the masseuse tells Kelly, "Don't worry, we're going to work on your problem areas." Mm-hmm. Why would she say that? I have Say no it idea. like that. I don't know. And Kelly's like, "Not helpful." Okay, problem areas. What does that mean? And then as they're... Uh, Kelly's masseuse is very talkative, and she's talking about. Oh, you're from Beverly Hills. And I had a friend who was dating this guy from Beverly Hills, but it turned out he was married and uh, blah, blah, blah. And she as she's talking, she's like, oh, man, two friends letting a guy come between them. Am I right? And Kelly and Brenda Mm -hmm. are like, oh, boy,
0: (laughs) they feel they feel seen.
1: Yeah, they they feel attacked a little bit. (laughs) Next scene is at the Peach Pit. The same song, I guess, is supposed to come on because Dylan's like, it wasn't me. But it's definitely a different song with the music replacement. It's a different song.
0: This one frustrates me. I mean, I'm always frustrated when it's not the right music. I mean, because a lot of times, like back in the ice, the fire and ice, the ice skating one, they were doing Time of Your your Life. They were moving to that song. And it was really like they made a big deal about it. And it wasn't that song. Here's another case where, like, how much could it have possibly been to license the Love and Spoonful for this episode? I, It just seems like it's integral to the scene <laughs> when you just can't get away from it. You know, like, it seems like you got to just do it. But whatever. But,
1: well, we're not in charge whatever. of buying, no, we're not. buying the rights not for the show.
0: Not yet, anyway. So
1: then Nat comes over, talks to him about his girl problems, and Dylan's like, "I just don't know who to choose." And then we get a Dylan fantasy. He's mm-hmm. fantasizing about what his life will be with, what his life with Brenda will be like in like ten years, and turns out they're living in the Walsh home. They have like ten kids. Uh. <laughs> who are crazy. Not a flattering picture No yeah. And uh, Brenda comes down the stairs She's pregnant again She's picking wa- She looks very like Her hair is all like Not kept And she's yeah. uh Picking wallpaper And It's a crazy life Very
0: pregnant With baby The whole works Yeah
1: uh, Both But we're gonna get another fantasy Dylan in both these fantasies Cracked me up He was his, really funny. His like
0: He leaned right Older into
1: dad kind of Thing yeah. Really made me and- laugh
0: I felt like he looks, he played a more convincing middle aged man than he does a teenager. <laughs> also, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Especially the Kelly one. It was like, are those just his street clothes? Yeah. Is he just, <laughs> does he know we're rolling
1: right now? Yeah. Next scene is that, so he like wakes up from this fantasy and he's like, oh man, yeah. no good uh next scene is at the spa they are eating and donna is eating a ton of food as donna does we know that donna loves to eat she does she likes to kelly is just like donna are you sure you're not bulimic (laughs) yeah and then is asking andrea like andrea do you think that donna has an eating disorder
0: yeah and it made me kind of wonder if they're if they're teeing something up with kelly
1: i wondered that too
0: because the way she was kind of looking at herself and asking Brenda, and then kind of throwing it. On, yeah, at I did not write that else. down.
1: But we do have a scene where Kelly is just like looking at. She asked Brenda. Yeah. Do I have problem areas? Problem areas and Brenda's yes. like, no. And then she like looks at herself in the mirror. So I was wondering too if.
0: Yeah, I kind of have. I a... kind of think so. I don't remember, but I I feel like that's where we're headed.
1: All right. Cindy is still reading that midlife book, and every everything she reads, she's like, oh, I need to call Jim. So she does call Jim and Dottie answers and Jim is not available, but her and Dottie have a little exchange Mm -hmm. like, oh, you Mm -hmm. taking care of my husband? Yes, I'm taking care of your husband. And then they get off the phone. Dottie brings in lunch and tells Jim that Cindy had called. And as she's leaving, his client, who is this author, Dr. somebody.
0: Benjamin something.
1: Dr. Benjamin. Sure like watches her leave and is like kramer how do you concentrate what a
0: real creep
1: which if jim if jim was a classy guy he would have been like hey don't talk that way about he
0: would have my secretary well an, an old dr kramer is not i mean i can't imagine a world in which dottie was not aware that he was eyeing her up
1: oh yeah you know for sure for sure So Jim, but then Jim has this really candid conversation with him where he's like, you're right. I can't concentrate. She is so good looking and I I think she's flirting with me. And what do I do? Yeah, I... It's just not doc- a conversation you should have with your client. I mean, I no. know he's a doctor, or whatever think, he wrote. Yeah, this I think book. it's
0: because. And, and Kramer's like, "Well, I mean, if you want to set up an appointment with my office, we can talk about this." But you know, so, yeah, yeah I do. Gives think him that's a why. gives
1: him a copy of his book
0: too. Yeah, read. here's a complimentary copy. You can figure it out yourself.
1: Yeah. Back at the spa the uh, moms and Babette are talking about old times and, oh, remember this time when we got so high and yeah. everyone was high? And
0: <laughs> Cindy's like, <laughs>
1: oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> highness. Kelly kind of overhears this conversation and does not approve. No. But she, she listens for a little bit and then walks away. Babette says that she still does drugs sometimes. A toot. She still does a toot every on, now and on then. On special occasions. But Jackie's yep. like, not me. I'm, I'm clean, and I have been for a long time.
0: I've got the happiest marriage and the most wonderful family. Yep. And I'm doing great, says Jackie.
1: Yep. There's boom mic in this scene. Don't yes. Don't if you notice the boom mm-hmm. mic. Yep. Uh, Babette leaves and jackie and cindy are talking and jackie brings up the first time they met which was when she was doing coke in the bathroom at that fashion yeah, at that show fashion
0: show, and then she like melts down on stage yeah yeah
1: yeah and cindy says that she really admires jackie and how far she's come yeah which i i do too i think yeah she's, I agree. she's doing great i hope she continues to do great as do i kelly is really worried about babette she's talking to brenda And she's worried that Bebette is still a dealer and that her mom is going to slip into her old ways. And Brenda says that she should talk to her mom about it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to meet up for a facial or something. But Brenda goes ahead without her, walks past Donna and Andrea who are getting seaweed wraps. And Andrea Mm -hmm. says she feels like sushi. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then as Brenda is getting this facial or whatever she has a towel on her face yeah like a
0: hot towel on her and the
1: (laughs) same talkative spa person is telling the same story to someone else but then this time she says that the married man who was cheating was mel silver an orthodontist from beverly hills (laughs) yeah there's no getting around that it's definitely mel and brenda's like oh crap yeah as she overhears this
0: would you tell if if that was if you had overheard something like that, would you tell I, Kelly? I
1: I think I would have to. Yeah. I I wouldn't yeah. be able to live with myself if it turned out to be true and I hadn't told her. Yeah. I might try yeah, and like hard, I might tell hard. my mom first. Honestly, I might be like, yeah. "Hey, I overheard this. What do you think we should do?" Um, yeah. But yeah anyway, you so know, I
0: guess I guess it's just because Brenda's like overhearing it from like a gossip that she doesn't know like there's, when there's nothing I heard to... it,
1: when I heard it, I was like, well, surely maybe this was like ten years ago right. or maybe this I don't know maybe she's got something wrong, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know well, the next scene is at the peach pit. I forget who walks in, but Brandon is talking to them in an Irish accent, is it David? <laughs> David walks in and Brandon does this whole bit in an Irish accent, which is actually not a bad Irish accent. Definitely better. than any
0: accent we've ever heard on the show. Yes, definitely
1: better than Brenda, for sure. Oh, gosh. David joins Dylan and they're talking about. Another weird pairing. Yes. You have the
0: Dylan Donacy. Now we have a Dylan David.
1: Yes. And David is talking about his dad and how his dad works really hard. And why do you think he and Kelly get along so well? Because he, you know provides so that kelly can buy things and so then this leads dylan to a fantasy about he and kelly where he he's looking over the finances cutting up credit cards kelly comes back from shopping she bought a new ski outfit she's got like all these shopping bags and dylan has to break it to her that they're broke Mm -hmm. and she starts freaking out but then he's like it's okay we'll be fine i got you this necklace and it's an emerald necklace and she's yeah. like, that's Brenda's birthstone. You still have a thing for her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh and, Dil-
2: and and fantasy. yeah,
1: that's the end of the fantasy. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And yeah. Dylan Dylan leaves the peach pit, but he's like, I'm settling my bill, I'm paying cash. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As he leaves. <laughs> so, yeah. So back at the spa, Brenda does tell Kelly what she heard about Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly then calls David. And is like, mm-hmm. where is Mel? Where, is, where has he been? Did he come home? And David finds out from their maid or nanny or something. Yeah, I think
0: it's their nanny, yeah. That
1: uh, Mel hasn't been home for a few nights. Yeah. Which is crazy that David didn't know that. But I guess that's yeah. Beverly Hills for you. <laughs> you so the, jaded that's the, that's, that's the stereotype I'm getting here is that Beverly Hills parents and kids aren't <laughs> aware of each other's comings and goings uh, next scene is at the Walsh home Jim is reading the midlife crisis book or midlife now what sorry mm-hmm. and Steve and Brandon come in to grab some food and St- Jim is trying to hide the book from them but Steve is like what are you reading what is it tell us what it is
0: <laughs> tell me all about it <laughs>
1: And Jim has to say the name, and he's like, If you make one crack of giving the Mustang to Brenda, yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. they have but to Dylan, not laugh at got, him. Or Jim has a whole thing where he's like, I'm not, he's a client. I'm not, I'm not reading it. I'm just, I'm looking at it. It's not about, I'm <laughs> you know, he's this whole trying to talk his way out of it, which I thought was funny. whole scene was funny.
1: Yeah, it was funny. Steve and uh, Brandon have to keep their, keep their giggles to a minimum. Yeah. Back at the spa, Jackie, Babette, and Cindy are again hanging out. They're eating Mm -hmm. dinner at a restaurant, I assume, at the spa. And Kelly comes in and wants to talk to Jackie and takes her outside. She brings up, oh, I saw you were drinking, and asks if Jackie does drugs. And Jackie's like, "What? what, why are you asking me? Like, I'm fine. Why are you asking me these questions? Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's two things. The first thing I feel like Jackie is too angry with Kelly. Cause I think all of Kelly's questions are very fair considering yeah. like all they've gone through. So, so, too. you know, Jackie jumping to be so defensive. I was actually a little surprised about mm. character wise. Yeah. Um, and Kelly, I think is so smart to like get all this stuff out there and kind of preface it by saying like, if you were ever going to backslide now's about to be the time. Yeah. So let's just make sure that you're not. And <laughs> so it's just it's smooth thinking on her part.
1: Yeah. And she she sits her down and she tells her about Mel. We don't hear what they're saying, but we can see mm-hmm. Jackie's reaction. And then we cut to Jackie is sitting alone at the pool, and Babette finds her there. And Jackie tells her, you know what mm-hmm. what's happening. And Babette is like, Hey, you seem like you could use a little pick me up. Mm-hmm. Let's go do drugs in my room. Cocaine. Then the next scene is Jackie comes back to her hotel room and Kelly has waited up for her. And Jackie says that she went back to Babette's room and there were drugs there, but that she said no to drugs. Yeah,
0: She just said no.
1: She just said no. She, and she Kelly remembered is super that commercial proud of with her. the egg. She said that no matter what happens with Mel, she's really glad that she met him and because she, you know, got a new child out of it and- a lot out of it and yeah it kind
0: of brought the family but even kelly it kind of brought kelly back in and made them closer yeah i was a little surprised i can't when when do we talk about mel's history with adultery was that with i guess right
1: no it was with babette she says that he was always cheating on his wife
0: which i thought i remember when when the whole mel jackie thing started it was a big revelation that he was still married to david's mom like, yeah. mm-hmm. Jackie didn't know that and and still married to the point where like David's mom was expecting him to be there for the holidays. Right. Like, that's yeah. how married they were. Um. So we knew that. But I guess I was a little surprised to hear that he'd been cheating on well. her all along.
1: Yeah, I didn't think I, that I he didn't... was a cheater. I just thought that he like Jackie and he were getting together over... while they were getting divorced.
0: Yeah, right. That's so... kind of how it seemed. So I do think the fact that he's like a known womanizer was new information. I agree. So I, agree with that. I was a little surprised about that, considering, like, we just have not seen anything like that with Mel. Um, we haven't actually I know, seen they, it I feel so like he's been
1: I think I feel like he's been presented as a very nice guy. Yeah, I think so, so too. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Anyway, next sad. scene. It makes it me is, very sad. It
1: makes me very sad, too. If it's true, maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe we'll it's where, not true, we'll it Nick. All right. Yeah. Next scene is at Jim's office. He's still reading the midlife book. Dottie walks in and says they need to talk, and yeah. then proceeds so it's to awkward. She doesn't know how to say it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then she says that she can't stop thinking about him and. She knows he's married, but she wants to be with him, and she starts kissing him. And we we obviously know that this is a fantasy; that this is not. See,
0: I wasn't. Qu- I thought it was, but I wasn't one hundred percent. So I got to give him props. It went for on for it...
1: just long enough that I was like, "Oh, maybe this is yeah, exactly." Real. The
0: timing was just right. Yeah, but uh, he he was like, "Oh, this is something out of a fantasy and dream." Dotty says it is a fantasy, you big horn dog, <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> yeah pretty funny. She also this this made me laugh right out loud when she comes up to him and seducing him, she's like, "I want to make love to you in the worst way." And I was like, "Is that is that is that, is that good? Because it sounds kind of bad to me."
1: Clearly, a fantasy in the worst way. Yeah, yeah.
0: In the worst possible, the worst you've ever had. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he wakes up from this fantasy. Dottie is yeah. there. And yeah. she says the same stuff, like, I need to talk to similar. you. It's very yeah. awkward. And he's like, Donnie, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. But then she says that her boyfriend asked him, asked her to marry him and they're moving to Florida.
0: Yeah. And she was like, married? Yeah. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. He's so sad. Or Jimbo. Back at in the, the s- worst way. In the she worst said. way. Have you not heard that phrase before? Like, you want something in the worst way?
0: Yes, but something about the way she said it just it made me laugh because it just sounded like, oh, OK. <laughs> All right. Like, she says a descriptor. Yeah. It just seemed like a strange choice. But, yeah. you know, it's Jim's fantasy. So whatever he wants.
1: Whatever he wants, I guess. Wants, I guess. Yeah. All right. Next scene is at the spa. Andrea has gotten a bunch of free samples. She, she has, has like, like a, a suitcase, suitcase full, full of, of samples. Soap. Oh, Which, yeah. Some of them are not tiny. They look like full bottles oh nick can i tell you what happened this is so off topic i use instacart i use instacart now to get my groceries so i don't have to go in a grocery store and i you can chat with the person getting your groceries so i was chatting and they were like hey we can't find this body wash you want do you want this kind and i was like okay get this kind instead and then she was like oh just kidding I found the ones you wanted. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. great. And I was getting two of them because they were buy one, get one free or something. And I was okay. really excited. So she delivers the groceries and I look. She got the two of the ones I wanted, but she didn't take out the other two mm-hmm. that she got to replace it. So uh. I got four bottles of body wash for the price of one. And wow. I was very excited.
0: That is so much body wash. I know. Never, I never so have you to buy body wash again. If you ever do... Go to a spa and get a mud bath. You'll have all of that. Yeah. Body wash. Yeah. So that's perfect. Yeah. The thing go. with Andrea, with Andrea like sneaking away with a big suitcase full of soaps, is uh, I, I kind of sometimes I feel like they do like Jewish stereotypes with her. Mm, like.
1: I see. Yeah.
0: I kind that like I thought it was funny, but then I was like, but is it? But wow, they, I didn't even, you know I, mean? I
1: didn't even think of that. But yeah, you're right.
0: I just I've thought that several times and this one just felt a little bit more overt to me. Mm. So like,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know, it seems it seems like a bad move is all. Yeah. You know, to ha- to have it be Andrea. I, I guess, agree. Given, now that
1: you've pointed given that out. Little
0: things like that that they've done in the past. I, if that was like the only time, then maybe you could just be like, well, that's just a character quirk. But I feel like they've done it enough times where it makes me think that they are kind of playing a, a stereotype for jokes, which I think is maybe not cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. Maybe not. Anyway. cool.
0: All right.
1: Jim had called Cindy to tell her that he loves her because loves whenever her. he has these fantasies he then calls Cindy. Yeah. To yeah. say he loves her, but she's very happy that he called. Yeah. Cindy and Jackie have a little exchange about Mel and how Yeah. Cindy's like, oh, man, I've been worried about my husband, but now you really have to worry that about your husband.
0: like a Brandon foot-in-your-mouth kind I of situation where was. Cindy was like, I feel so foolish. Here, I thought Jim would cheat, and it turns out Mel's the worst person in the world. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, Cindy. We all remembered.
1: Brenda and Kelly also have a little exchange where Kelly's, she's worried about her mom, but Brenda is like, your mom is strong. She's going to be, yeah. she's going to be okay.
0: I love Brenda's Dolly Parton outfit that she's wearing in this <laughs> last scene. Remember it? I don't remember. It's a, she's very country. She's got jeans and she's got like this this uh, checked uh, button up shirt on. She just she looks very like down home. It's cute. I liked it. <laughs>
1: All right, our last scene is the guys are at Dylan's house watching the game that Brandon has so much money on. It's almost the end of the game, but they get a call to watch the news, so they flip the channel
2: and learn that
1: Dylan's dad is getting out of jail early, super early.
0: And everybody is shocked by this, including one Dylan McKay who knew nothing about it.
1: He had no idea. Oh, boy, Jack McKay.
0: Yes. Did you learn nothing after your <laughs> monopoly Thanksgiving extravaganza about being honest with your son?
1: Maybe he didn't uh, want to tell him because he didn't know if it would happen.
0: It could be, yeah.
1: So he didn't yep, want to get soaps up. Though or it seems
0: like if it's being carried on the evening news, the ink's been dry for a while. I would yeah. guess. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah.
1: All right. What was your nine hundred two one zero snap? Oh,
0: for that one, um. It's probably it's probably the revelations about Mel, like them saying that and then them taking the towel off Brenda. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah, so, I was not
1: yeah. expecting that.
0: No, no, I wasn't expecting it either. And truth be told, I don't really remember how things with Mel and Jackie play out at this point.
2: Hmm.
0: So I mean, I'm kind of I'm. I'm invested to see how it goes. It's the worst. I mean, certainly, like, if if this was a real scenario, I feel like Jackie is obviously the one who's in the worst position here. But I feel like as far as Kelly's character arc, she's been a little on shaky ground, you know? It's like she was, she was in a bad place, and then, like, things when, when Aaron Silver was born, it really, like... Got her back on track, and like she's been finally having this family experience, like her and David, you know, yeah, like having a brother and having a sister and having like parents. I think it's been a huge, huge deal for her. So now to like, here's one more person that you can't rely on, Kel. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's not in a good place I going agree. forward.
1: I agree. Yeah. You know? All right. I
0: like. I thought the episode held up. I I, thought I agree. Good. I like yeah, this episode it's a too. Good batch. Good batch of episodes here.
1: I agree. Yep.
0: Yep, so Which what a way needed. for my
1: We need it after the last week. So
0: I agree. What a way for my uh, my journal to go out here. End of an era. I know. It really is. Uh, let's see. I said Steve's giving terrible advice. In a past episode, oh, and that, that could be, be almost, many
1: things. That could
0: be almost any episode. Was oh, it this, when this he was told good... David
1: to to cheat on Donna.
0: Actually, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what <laughs> nice. it was. That episode. The best note that I ever wrote, though, was it when we first start here, David, uh, David singing in his cabana, and you would only see it from the outside. The closed caption said, and I quote, "Woman singing."
1: <laughs> and we shan't forget.
0: That's right. So thank you, old notebook. You've uh, you've served us well.
1: You've done well.
0: Okay. Well, Kendra, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I am the co-host of the podcast, The All the Book Show, for the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it weekly at SoundCloud.com/slash All the Books or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna read what you wrote for me here, which is, "Okay, and I be crafting. You know, I be crafting."
0: <laughs> I I wrote that like six weeks ago, and you're just Did now you seeing really? it. Yeah. <laughs> Yep.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Well, you can yep. find me uh, at com. I made Nick uh, a sweet journal with our logo yes. on it, and I can do that for you, too, or a shirt. Which
0: we will we will so, share on Twitter for you. Yes. To see.
1: And uh, you can find me at MissMusicBox91 on the social medias.
0: Join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with episode 319, Back in the High Life Again, and 320, Parental Guidance Recommended. Ooh, PG. Who's parental guidance? Do you think it's going to be? Uh, Cindy. Oh, huh, okay. That's a safe bet. That's a safe <laughs> bet. Well, in closing, in the words of uh, the philosopher Steve Sanders, I would like to say, "Why don't you clam up, bonehead?"
1: Nine oh two one, Here we go.